the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is a Tuesday. We got through Monday. I feel better today. I feel like I actually had some sleep Me last too. night. Oh my god! I did not feel that way yesterday. I, I I was honest with you. I was bold in speaking the truth that I didn't feel like I was ready to go to sleep on Mon- uh, on the Sunday night because it was really nine o'clock, not ten right. o'clock, and uh, it took me a long time to go to sleep. And then the alarm went out off early. You know, at three o'clock oh, instead of four o'clock in my head, and boy, <laughs> yesterday was a rough day. It really, I really slept was. For two days, so I'm, so wi- I'm wired up. <laughs> you got to quit. You got to quit doing the meth. Yeah, I know. It's well, you know, we all have our issues. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, oh I'm working on it. Rebecca, right welcome to the Re- Rebecca. Re- welcome to the rubber room. Well, right. Glad, Thank you for having me. We're glad to have you here. Rebecca Davis is our special guest. She's working for, uh, she's running for JP District 1 here in Pulaski County. It's good to have her in the studio. And we want to get as many uh, Republicans on the, uh, of course, the quorum court as we can. I was talking to Marissa, uh, the head of the uh, Pulaski County uh, GOP, and she says, we've got a chance. And switching and getting uh, the majority on the court. Is that correct? That is. There's a few um, runoff races that will be happening. Um, so that will be very exciting. I'm excited about this. The more I hear about this, the better I like it. I really do. When I, when I first got to Arkansas, there was like two Republicans, I mm-hmm. believe, uh, that were on the, uh, the quorum court. Uh, then we got some others uh, uh, elected Shane Stacks and some other folks got elected over there to the Pulaski uh, Quorum Court, and uh, they fought a, val- a valiant uh, fight. But still, we were in the minority, and uh, at that point, uh, you know, the judge was having his way all the time. And uh, <clears throat> uh, right now, it's still kind of that way, and we've got to stop Very it. Much. What we really need to do is is get a Republican as as the judge that's what we need that would be amazing yeah. and and by the way for people who don't understand their local um elective offices the judge isn't a judge judge i mean he's not a guy who's <laughs> sitting up there and they're and they're trying murder cases or anything that's not what's happening they just i don't know why they call him a judge but they call it, that's that's the terminology they yeah. used hmm. Do you know? I, I know why. Why? Why do they? Why. why they call him a judge? I'm raising my hand. I know why. <laughs> okay. Well, you're on the phone. I can't see your hand. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Turn, turns out that in the late, I think it was 1800s, uh, in Arkansas's history, 
your justices of the peace, who are the ones who control your county legislature, they actually had law enforcement um, duties. Oh, capabilities, okay? okay. They were responsible for minor stuff in their areas, misdemeanors, if you will, perhaps. Uh-huh. And then, of course, they had to take it somewhere to be adjudicated. That would be the county judge. Ah. And that's where the names and the terminology came from. I learned this recently from one of our candidates. It was very interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't know why they gave the terminology judge to that position because it's now it's more it, it's a legislative uh, position than anything else. Elizabeth yeah. throwing yes, down the facts. Yeah. yeah, she bringing it, man. <laughs> yeah. She bringing it down. Yeah, we had a candidate in Faulkner County who thought it was in a courtroom. Uh, a, a candidate for justice of the peace who thought that the county judge was actually sitting in a courtroom. That was in the last election cycle. It was a Democrat. Yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> why you got to ask questions about what people who are running for office believe. What I mean, that's, doing that, why that's why doing what they're doing. That's why that's in, the fir- in the first town hall we did about lieutenant governor, I got I got more than seven people that asked questions, but I you know some people asked the same question. So I took the the question about, you know, what do you see as the lieutenant governor and made it the second question of the night because you need to know if the candidates even understand the office that they're running right. for. Right. And we saw a we saw one. There was one specific one, I won't get into it, but one specific one who had no idea <laughs> what being a lieutenant governor was all about. <sighs> You know, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well, he knew what it meant to be governor, but he didn't know what it meant to be a lieutenant governor. That was the key. And that's that's important. It's important yeah. that you know exactly what that and position does. Why would people does. run if they don't know what they're running for? They're prodded from behind. They're for told. office. That's what I, they're running I for. I blame it's that. Office. I blame that because we've had this push over the last. I'm going to say what was you say, Elizabeth? Ten years that. If you don't like the way things are going, maybe you should get into it and run for mm. something. Yeah, at least you need to. Yeah. yeah, you you need to know what it is you're running right. for. Okay, if you're going to run, <laughs> and then we right, could go back. That, that would be very helpful. Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you, you know, do you know what a JP does? I do. Yes, okay. Sir. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I that's mean, good. She knows. It's a good start. She yeah. She she understands. Maybe our uh, school should teach more about local government. That'd be a civics. Uh, Come know. on now. They what? they want to talk about how Why you, would they do how that? you put a condom on a cucumber. <laughs> exactly. That's more important. You know, what can I tell you? You have the most influence locally. You know, we ought to teach people. This is where you can really make a difference. It's it's, yes. It's a novel idea. I still to this day, I know that I'm as old as dirt. Okay, I'm like Fred Flintstone (laughs) and I write I ride a brontosaurus to work. Did you guys see I'm him pretty out dusty there? Too. He's out Terrible. there. I mean, he's eating <laughs> yeah. the grass right now. But anyway, bottom line was, is that, uh, you know, we in, in, in high school, we had to take a full year of economics. Right. You took a half a year of American history. That's it. And you took another half a year of, uh, of political science. You know, I, wow. I mean, I, I understand how governance works. We took that in my school. I mean, our, we had a, I lived, well, went so to a country well, school, not, but. I'm not going to say. I'm dusty well, yeah. too. I'm dusty. And what She's they been, showed yeah. last night, we went to the movie, Whose Children Are They? And yeah. they actually showed how John Dewey was the father of communism in right. education. And 
they instantly took out American history because American history was broken up into civics, government, local, all uh-huh. of K-12. K through 12, they taught American history. You had to know every year on yep. your test who were the Supreme Court justices, yeah. who yeah. the president, vice president. And that was the first goal was to teach us or take out all of that in education because once we don't know our rights and how the government operates, they can control our it, lives girl. and say, hey, right. wear a mask. Okay, I'll wear a mask. They don't know their rights. And so essentially that's what that movie last night started with was how in the early 1900s that was just completely our, our education system was overhauled. And then, of course, Department of Education and the unions come in and ruined everything. I know that movie now. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's Look that's good. We happened. should all watch yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, John Dewey did more than just the Dewey Decimal System. Oh, yeah. he did bad, bad, bad stuff. <laughs> and that's all he's known for. He actually went and learned under the communism in Russia how to educate the kids in America to get them to obey. Yeah, how to make them useful idiots. Yep. You want to know subjects you of want American to see, government. You want to see useful idiots now? Look at who the, the Democratic Party is using to push their narrative. It's the TikTokers. <clears throat> That's oh, well, it was Twitter that. just a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, but and it's, it's TikTokers oh, yep. now. Influencers. Yeah, that's, yep. that's who it is. That's exactly. And they've got them believing that the reason there's high gas prices now is, oh, be- yeah. is because of Putin. Oh, right. The Putin price hike. That first, that first, oh, that first poor, dollar, that price hike happened way before, way before. Putin did, did anything. Well, it these was the supply kids. chains then. It was COVID and the supply chain first. You know, oh, yeah, they wasn't. try to blame not shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. Right, right. Let me ask you something to my listeners. How can we point the finger at the Russians for propaganda when our own government does it now? No, nope. Eric I mean, and I talk time. about that all the time. Big time they mm-hmm. do it now. And it's put, and they're doing it to the left, and ABC, NBC, CBS, and NPR, and all the rest of them are complicit with it. Well, it's yeah. like we live in and an illusion of freedom. That's what Eric and I were talking about. We have this illusion of freedom, and uh, you know, if and we're slowly losing it. You know, if we are not careful, we're on the precipice. I do believe. So, of, are we on the freedom holodeck? Is that what it is? I can start. <laughs> I think <track>? so. <laughs> yeah, we're living in yeah, a hologram. Got to keep up, Re- Rebecca. Got to keep we up. We jump around watch, all. I'm learning so much. <laughs> do you watch? Do you watch Star Trek? I do not. Oh well, you wouldn't. I'm even a know Trekkie. What, she doesn't even know what a holodeck is. Then. No. You know? no, I don't either. You I'm don't just smiling. Remember, <laughs> remember on Star Trek, they they used to go. They would be in the ship. Yeah. But they would could be in a, like a a foreign on a foreign soil. Yes. And so that was, that the was the holodeck. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and usually it was used for holidays. It right. Was, it was when you were off, <laughs> yes. and you would go there and, you know. Totally you know where to be. Some of them would go and... to like, a, I don't know, a Ferengi strip club, strip club or something. I remember you know? one where they went like <laughs> the an area lady. of rocks. Like, and yeah. it was, yeah. That was the strippers with the really big ears. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the hot green chick. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I've had her on the show, by the way. She's been, she's been on the show. It's 616 here on the Dave Ellswick Show. So let me ask you, Rebecca, when you look at uh, uh, Pulaski County, right now you're looking at crime. I mean, it's, a, you know, little, let's face it, Little Rock is in Pulaski County. So is North Little Rock. And uh, there's some real problems out there. You know, uh, what, are you, what are you hoping to, to get done? I mean, can you do anything or is it up to the mayor and the police chief? I think the biggest thing we can do is get a Republican sheriff in that position. Yeah. 
think that would change Ooh. things drastically. Or, or maybe even a, one that's a Democrat that's really, really conservative. Because we used to have a sheriff who was a Democrat. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that he was more Republican than he was Democrat. And we have a Democrat sheriff and we have a Democrat majority quorum court. And the sheriff can't even get money of the quorum court. So there's an issue um, financially. They don't trust him, budget with the budget. Um, so we need a, a new sheriff in town, I think, would make a, a world of difference. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. We had the same problem in Faulkner County, exactly same problem. Go ahead and tell we her have about a Democrat, it. Well, we have a Democrat judge that won't give our, well, Democrat judge and a couple of Democrats on our 13-person quorum court, 11 of which are GOPs, but we can't get money until very recently, couldn't get money flowing to the sheriff's department for many years. This is a function of the fact that Arkansas was controlled by nothing but Democrat Party, you know, people for 140 years until 2000 and what was it, Dave, 12? Yeah. Something like that. We started turning everything. But the laws in our state allowed the judge to pretty much control everything because he's the executive that has to execute the functions mm. that the legislative branch gives him. So all he has to do is not do it. I'll well, stop now. Okay, well, the big, the big move forward in the state legislation, legislature was 2010. Uh, then it started yeah. seeping down into the uh, quorum courts and into the school boards. Mm-hmm. School boards were still, let me tell you, fertile. This is, this, this is a target-rich area in the, uh, in the school boards. And I, I'm trying to get my wife to agree to me to be able to run for school board. I well, will you not, better or I, I will. Won't, I won't run unless she says it's okay. Will that be Pulaski County or Little Rock? No, it would be Lono County. Lono. All right. So All let of me, ours are up. going to take a break here and then come back and talk more PI roofing. I'm going to have everybody here. I going to let them know something they didn't know when they came on to eight o'clock because the bible guys can't make it today can you stick around i'll try <laughs> she's looking at me dave i got kids at home i they gotta do. go to school so that's i may true. have to leave you, if you have to leave you have to leave that's all right i have i'll have elizabeth here and i'll have uh you know uh, simone here and my car is gonna keep me around. here <laughs> yeah. yeah can you stick around too elizabeth um, actually cannot. I have a, an obligation with my hubby. Okay. All right. Be that way then. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You should have asked me. <laughs> well, I didn't find out know, until you know. early this morning that no one was going to be here from the Bible guys. That was really a surprise yeah. to me. Let me tell everybody about PI roofing though. That's a, that's a definite right now. PI roofing is ready to help you, uh, take care of your roof and make sure that it is leak proof. Uh, if they put a new roof on your home, you get a 10-year warranty that not one iota, not not an atom of water can make their way, it can make its way into your house. They give you a 25-year warranty on your roof proper. So uh, keep all of that in mind. And when they come out and do it, it doesn't take them long. I, they just did mine uh, three, four, about four weeks ago now. And it took them uh, 11 hours. And, wow. and they were on the roof and done and, and got it got it finished. And that, that includes cleanup. And when I say cleanup, they get this magnet they go around your house with and pick up all the nails and everything. So it's, yeah, it's, it's all, 
It's all clean. It's all clean when they're done. So you want to get your roof done, you want to get it done right, go to PI Roofing, phone number 707-3551. 707-3551. Joel Johnson, Veronica Johnson, the owners, good people, stand behind their products. Uh, if something goes wrong, they'll fix it at uh, 707-3551 or piroofing.com. All right, moving to the second segment, 625 on a Tuesday. Expect some rain throughout the day, mm-hmm. about two-tenths of an inch is what they're saying. Not a lot, so, you know, just deal with it. I'm kind of glad that we got. A, I got a little rain as I was driving in because my my uh, windshield was kind of mm-hmm. just clouded up with dirt from the, the road, and I think the pump motor went out on my spritzer that just happened to me last week yeah so i got to take it over to joe and let him fix it you eric know? had to do a little bit of redneck engineering okay yeah and, and get it get it all get it all taken care of rebecca davis is sitting in the studio with us she is our special guest today she is running for jp in pulaski county in district one so rebecca let's let people get to know you a little bit why did you decide to run for jp well, it all started, um, I am the mom who called the special school board meeting for Pulaski County to make ma- to make the mask optional. Um, I, it wasn't just me, but I led the group. The petition has my name on it. Um, and after going through the school board situation, which they were all very gracious, but not having a voice for my kids, not being able to have a conservative, they, they didn't care at first what we thought about the mask. Um, I never want to be in that position again where I do not have a conservative voice, where I cannot speak out when I think that our liberties are being taken from us. I mean, they just kind of tried to shut you down, didn't they? Oh, real fast, real hard. Um, But we didn't give up. We stayed strong. And it was really cool because at first I thought, am I the crazy one? No, they're yes. other moms. They're There's the cra- more of us. They're the crazy ones. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mama bears. Yes. So, that so, was- so how long did it take once you started this for people to rally around the cause? Oh, a month, if that. I mean, I immediately, so it, it all started, I went on Next Door Neighborhood thing, which, by the way, they were very liberal on there. Yes, they and are. I was just asking <laughs> uh-huh. for people who wanted to sign the petition to make them optional. Like, I'm not trying to get rid of anything. Yeah. Um, and I was beheaded on there. But one man, um, a school board member, reached out to me and he said, I actually voted to uh, make the mask mandate. He said, but give me a call and we can talk about it. And we spoke on the phone for two hours. Oh, wow. Um, and he actually got me in connection with Karen Maynard, Wendy Potter. Um, he was like, I am open to voting your way. You know, teach me more, educate. And then we were able to organize and grow. Um, that there are that school boards. Is amazing. They're just humans yeah. like us. I think we took it. The, the route we took was let's make personal relationships because they are just like us. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have jobs, they have kids. Um, I don't think they had the intention to take our liberties away. I think I think it started out for good because we didn't know what it was right. at first, but then it progressed, and it was like, okay, now it's time to but shut when, them down. I think that's where we all stood up. Is when. The governor dropped that executive order yes. at the end of last school year, and the schools didn't know what to do because of Act 1002, and it's so they exactly made this last-minute decision yes. to mask the kids. And like in Cabot, we did reach out like with email, and we were calling them, and they didn't care. They didn't care. Um, essentially, three of them voted against the mask, but four voted for it, and those four were not going to budge. They were listening to the superintendent, and they're like, sorry, this is how it's going to be. 
And the parents, it was all the parents, mind you, at the first school board meeting where we were for and against it. And it was only teachers that were trying to push for the mask. Oh, wow. I mean, it was just like you could tell the parents should have had their voice and no teacher should have spoke at that school board meeting. Mm -mm. That is not the place for teachers. And they were all voting for masking. Oh, yeah. Speak to the federal money and the bribes about the mask. Well, they don't even know that. You know that. Our board didn't even know the about the every, know no, this. they didn't know about the ESSER and the, the ARP that it said, you will mask, you will vaccinate the kids to get this money. None of them had any idea. All right, we'll talk wow. about that when we come back yes. because, yeah, always, always follow, follow the money in politics, yeah. in politics, especially. And that's your cities and your counties and the state as well. That yeah, ARP, yeah. American Rescue Plan money is everywhere. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they flooded a, a whole lot of places with that with that kind of dollars. There's no doubt about it. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more with Rebecca because there's more to be talked about than just the schools. Right. She's running for JP, not school board. So let's talk about being a JP. And what are some other things that she finds need to be fixed in Pulaski County? It's a Dave Ellswick show. Let's get to the news. Hey, don't forget, if you want to save money on your health insurance, I want you to give a call to Pat Davis today. He will save you money, 30 to 50% on your health uh, insurance costs. Doesn't matter who your provider is. He can work with you. He can get it where you have no co-pays. And then, the, uh, of course, the big subject from hell is deductibles. You know, mm-hmm. they'll give you a decent price to buy your health insurance, and then they'll say, oh, yeah, we have a deductible of $8,000 you have to meet uh, before your health insurance kicks in. So you need to talk to uh, Pat Davis how you can save some money and get great health uh, coverage as well. His number is 501-605-6935, 501-605-6935, or go visit him online at uh, yourhealthplanman.com. And Pat will join me in the first hour of the Thursday show to talk about health insurance and, and, and tell you how he does all of this stuff, kind of explain it to you. And we'll put it in a really fun and, you know, informational way. How's that? We'll, fun, we'll, we'll fun do it insurance. that way. Try to, try to teach you how to save yeah. money uh, on your health insurance. That's a big thing. Okay, let's, so let's get back to talking to Rebecca Davis. She's running for JP District 1. So District 1 takes into um, uh, what areas of, uh, of Pulaski County? Rowland, Ferndale, West Pulaski, um, part of Chenal, like off of Highway 10. Um, and then where I am in Colonel Glen, and it cuts off about Cooper Orbit, goes up a little bit, a tad to Markham, and comes back. It's, okay. it's mainly a Republican. It's like over in West Little Rock. A tad, yes, sir. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I, got, I got where you're at. That's cool. Uh, have you gotten to know Hines? Oh, well, he's on the city council. I haven't, but, you know, I, he did. I re- did reach out to him. Um, so I, we mentioned the mandates at yeah. the school before. The uh-huh. second time, the other side used my petition and tried to reverse the mass mandate. And I reached out to Lance to email the school board, and he did that for me. So, he's a good man. Yeah. He's a good. He's fighting a tough battle is, yeah. on the, on the, on the uh, city council, no doubt about it. So what are some major issues here in Pulaski County that uh, you, you think that people need to face up to? So I have four. Um, the first one we just mentioned was the personal liberty. 
um, just recently, the Pulaski County staff was able to not wear masks inside the buildings. I mean, so that's a huge deal. Um, also, there are no um, Republican women on the quorum court. There's only Republican men. All the other, the Democrats are the women and men. And I think we're missing a big voice. So what you're telling me, you're going to be the first woman elected to the court? No, 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 just currently. Currently. Oh, currently. currently. Okay, I was going to say there were women on it when I first got here. Currently, there are none, yes. They were all liberals, but they they were there. Well, I think we're missing the voice if we don't have a conservative woman Republican on it. Right. And I'm all about, you know, equality, but we all have different backgrounds, and we need a mom up there. Um, also, you know, physically conservative, as we mentioned before, we have a Democrat sheriff with a Democrat quorum court, and they can't get any money out of them. Um, and recently, the sheriff was trying to get $3 million out for the mental health um, for our inmates, which I think is important. But there wasn't even a plan or a budget with how that $3 million was going to be spent for dollar to dollar. Well, that's a Democrat plan. Mm-hmm. It, exactly. <laughs> that's the plan. Give me the money. Uh, Just give me the give money. Me the money. And, you know, the other one is crime. I think the biggest thing we can do is hope a Republican sheriff gets elected um, and then limit the funding and help with the funding with that Demo- whichever sheriff gets in office. You know, when Doc Holliday was in there, mm-hmm. the, the sheriff's office did a pretty doggone good job. Before my time. What yeah. a great name, too. Yeah, he did, a, <laughs> he did good. He's the one I was referring to that he ran as a Democrat. But, I, look, I know Doc well enough that in his heart, all right, Very he, he, was, uh, he was a Republican. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. If we had a police chief in Little Rock like Stewart was, and we had a sheriff again like Doc was, mm-hmm. a lot of this crap that's going on right now would not be happening. Mm. Would not be happening, but it is. So you got to deal with so what you've been, cards you've been dealt right now. The county jail can hold 1,200 and currently has 1,100 inmates. So it's right there on the cusp. How many... Do you know how many of those inmates are state inmates and not just county people that you guys are the big holding cell for the state? I do not know that one. Yeah, you might want to take a look at it because that's that's been an overriding problem in the state of Arkansas because the state legislature has not added beds to the prisons in the state for I have no idea how many years and uh, we we need more uh, we need more beds oh and for the the left yeah i'm saying we need more cages that's exactly right because yeah. that's where those people deserve to be that are killers and are just firing wantonly into crowds they belong in cages yeah yeah i'm sorry we're no, doing a lot 100%. also like in cabot i know that the sheriff like they requested money for the mental health because not only that but for drugs it's not that they have; they're all addicted to these drugs, and they need drug programs. Yes, they do. Look, well, it's and that's hand in hand. What's going on? The yeah. drugs and the mental health. And that, go hand that's in such hand. a good program. But those people come back into our community, so there has to be some resource to help them. Otherwise, it'll be a cycle that keeps repeating. Yes. Right, right. But I don't know what that another, looks like. Yeah, go ahead, Elizabeth. Another, sorry about that. That's all another right. thing that the counties are looking at is they're going in the hole with every single state inmate that the county is holding. Yes, they, they are. They hold the county inmate. Or sorry, they hold state inmates in the counties because they can't get them into the state prisons. The counties have to pay for those folks, and I understand it costs, I'm sorry, I don't remember now, but there's about a $30 difference between what it costs to keep that inmate in the county 
and what the state pays the county. Now, the state did increase that amount. Maybe I think it was $10, $15, but the counties are still going in the hole. And that's what's happening is these inmates are backing up in the counties and the jails are getting full. And what's going on? The governor says it's the county's problem. Well, that's one of the things that I back the uh, the governor on. He wanted to build. How many more beds did he want to open? Uh, it seems like there was quite a few. It was around 500. Yeah. And, around 500, I think. And, and there's a lot of Republicans that are backing him on that, but I don't know if they've got the votes yet to pass that legislation. Well, we'll have to see. and then our county is being told by law enforcement and others that they're, you know, the state prisons are shorthanded. And so even if we get more beds, where are they going to get the people to run the prison, the you know, detention officers and so forth? Therefore, we may not be able to use those expanded beds. Well, they don't want to pay him well. You're going to have to pay him enough <laughs> to, right. to watch right. the bad boys and bad girls. I mean, that's just that's right. Where you go. I mean, that's how the song hey, goes. Bad did, boys, bad boys. What you go? Where did Rebecca start when she said the counties don't want to fund law enforcement? The Democrats who've been in charge are not too enthused about funding law enforcement and and supporting those cages. Right. And see, that's kind of interesting to me. I. That's got that's got to change. Now, I've, been, I've talked to a lot of Republicans uh, for the next general assembly that comes up, of course, next year, and that's one of the things that's on the front burner. So we'll see if that's what they education and what prisons. they do. Yeah, yes. Well, they kind of <laughs> go, go hand, hand in hand. hand. Yeah, really they do. do. Yeah, they do go hand if in hand. You have hands. a terrible education system; the prison system is going to explode. Yeah, it all mm-hmm. comes down to community, really. If yep. you think about it, it's yes. all about your community. Your uh, and and like she said, there needs to be uh, some kind of process for when you get out to yes. combat recidivism. I mean, people don't. Some people don't know any other way of living. Some now, people. Let, let me say that Simone is not saying that. It takes a village to raise a child. That's no. not what she's saying. <laughs> no, right? no, no. Because people That's hear when you focus. start saying, like we're talking right yeah. now, that about community, that they think that you're 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 graphing on until what clinton said no hillary I'm not. said I, and that's, that's not what, I, what you're saying i understand right i mean i mean it, it all involves your community you know and it will affect your community your prisons your schools your education system all that affects your community and how your quality of life is going to be well what does your community and you you want to run for jp in district one what does your part of the overriding uh, community of of uh, Pulaski County, what's important to them? I'm, I bet you number one, safety. Safety and also rural needs. I mean, Little Rock is more than just West Little Rock. There is Roland, Ferndale, those are Pulaski. We have bad roads, water that's not getting out there. Um, but we're paying these same taxes. The other ones are paying. Um, so that's a, a hot yeah. issue right now. Okay. Fire departments, all that kind of stuff? Absolutely. I'm actually going to speak with a <laughs> fire department on thursday oh good mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. all right her name is rebecca davis all right she's running for district one uh jp and uh i she she asked to come on the show and i said uh, absolutely come on and Thank let's talk and let's find out what you believe in and i'm liking what i'm hearing me yeah. too i really am i'm like i also what I like hear. her because i've met her before oh i do too, too. I, I like you. her too she's a solid conservative and Absolutely. she did and she did what theodore roosevelt said that she should do she got into the arena yep she got in the arena decided to fight 
but didn't put her toe in. Put her don't be so. In. Don't be pointing the finger at her and saying, "Why it's, did you do that?" Yep. Well, she, at least she got into she the, the into yep. the arena and got dirty, and maybe had to take a few punches along the way. Take a few. And don't forget that this next election cycle is what we've all been right because we've been working towards this. We've been working towards it, so people better step up and. So we need to come out to the primaries. So those will be in May. I think they start May 9th and I think May. The 24th is election day, the election right? day, yes. Um, this is a huge primary race for Republicans all the way around. Um, so really look at your candidates. Um, please vote for the, your conservative Republicans. Not the rhinos. No, no, no. no. we got to get the establishment it's out. It's really amazing. Yeah, I've been called that now. Can you believe that you're part of the establishment. The establishment you're now. not even. Yeah. I don't. I don't get that, but I've been called that. What I, That's a what dirty I, word. What I think is funny is I, I it have. It is dirty. Somebody <laughs> says. Somebody says. Uh, well, yeah, you you have the the, the politicians on, but you just softball them. That's all you do. And I said, how often do you listen to my show? Right. Yeah. You know. No, I. I don't do a Marjorie Green. I don't say, hey, what's going on with you? You know, I don't do that, okay? And that's my girl. That's, yeah, I like that. I love her so. I mean, look, that's Elizabeth's known me for a long time. I know how to ask tough questions. And, in fact, I think the way I ask it is like sliding a knife in under your third rib and puncturing your heart well you let them cut their own you let them cut their own throat if they need if yes. they're going to i give them good. enough rope to hang themselves right Elizabeth heard themselves. me say that a million times you know let exactly. them talk but uh yeah uh anyway and by and the way speaking can on the show yeah anybody can come on come on anyone so you anyone. want to be on but don't here's what you don't do don't ask your surrogates to call me Mm-mm. and say hey <laughs> a certain person said they want to be on your show it doesn't work that way. You want to be on my show? You step belly, up, belly up to the bar, pick up the phone, and call me. You're a big fuzzy bunny. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody's yeah. gonna talk be to you. I will treat. Dave. I will treat you with respect. I don't have your you people that. call my people. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got tired of that when I was in the Air Force and had to deal with the West Coast and oh. interviews all the time. I hated that stuff. All right, we got 12 minutes to 7. We got some more time with Rebecca Davis. We'll talk to her some more before she gets out of the studio. But we got to get our final break in. Remind you about ICU, uh, ICU Protection LLC. Uh, they will do your security system, whether it's your home or your business. Alarm, security, monitoring, all of it. Uh, they have, uh, of course, analytics now within their camera that they do. And by that, here's what I mean. It used to be, and you can still see it in a lot of houses, mine, uh, come to my house. And uh, if the garage door is closing, at the very bottom, there's two devices on either side of the door. And it's a red light that shoots across. And if you break that light, it stops the door. So it, it can tell that there's somebody there, right? Well, it used to be that way. uh uh, you know, in your, your house and outside your house to determine if it was a person or an animal or, or whatever. And it was dependent on uh, motion and, and at what height that motion was happening at. It's not that way anymore. They, they've they got a, a whole analytical way to be able to tell whether that's a person that's uh, causing your alarm to go off, an animal, a car, or even just a gust of wind. Keep that, keep that in mind. So you don't get a bunch of uh, false readings uh, off of your uh, system. And uh, it all goes to your your uh, phone. You can see it on your phone. If you've got cameras, you can look at through the cameras at what the cameras are looking at. 
and they're 1080p. That's like what your uh, picture is on your television if you've got direct television, uh, direct TV. Uh, it will look that clean to you. Call them, 501-205-1333. That's 501-205-1333. Now, you're saying to me, okay, Dave, sounds good, but how much does all that equipment and everything cost? Well, here's the key for ICU, and that is you pay for the service. You don't pay for the hardware. All that hardware, they bear that cost. You don't have to pay a dime for any of that. You just pay for the service. Starts at $40 a month. It's a reasonable cost. All you have to do is call Billy Mack. He's the owner at 501-205-1333. Yeah, I'm back. I just ran down to the corner uh, uh, gas station and picked up a candy bar and key pack. So we're ready to continue here <laughs> on, the Dave, up again. <laughs> on the Dave Ellswick show. Oh All right. Rebecca, yes, sir. Tell us about if somebody is interested in your campaign, where they can find out more about you, and by, where can they donate to you? So on Facebook, it's Rebecca Davis for Justice of the Peace District One. Now my name is spelt the Bible way, so it's R E B E K A H. Oh, E K A. There, there. You were wondering. We not the CCA, which is okay. tracked. I'm also not the Rebecca Davis that is on the morning show with the Cumulus Station. I have right. been accused of that. <laughs> um, so that's not me. It's okay. in the comments in the show, too, if anybody's wondering. Yeah, if you're watching on phone. Facebook, you can see all the information right. there. She's going to put it down there for you. Give them that, that, that Facebook page again. Yes, sir. It is a, uh, oh, how are you doing on Facebook? It's well. It's Rebecca Davis for Justice of the Peace District One. There so you if you go. just type that in, it'll pop up. You'll pop up. It'll pop up. Your pretty face will be right there. It'll be right That's there right. in the front. Can they de- can they uh, donate money off of your your uh, page? Absolutely. So under the website, it'll take you a direct link to the donation page. You don't have you don't have a big red button. No, we have to have like two thousand likes to get that. Oh, I'm really? still working on that. Well, let's Girl, get your I'll likes like going. Yeah. 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 yeah, we need to start sharing. You should get that, and then it should go. Your account is disabled. Fifty-one times. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, you got all that going on, and uh, can people uh, write to you on your your Facebook so that or or on your 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 website? Absolutely. So, and give you ideas of what they're. I would love that. Yes. Okay. Um, so you can message me. My uh, email and phone number are on there. Call me. I'm pretty hands-on. Okay. Uh, I have four kids. Uh, I'm also a farmer rep, so I'm just living life and just trying to be a voice for other people like me. Do your job. All right. Yeah. Now, you got a couple great. You got a couple people that are in the same primary as I you do. are. I do. But you've got the goods on them. I got the goods. So I have been a registered <laughs> Republican for over 12 years. My competitors... One just became a registered Republican last month, not even 30 days. Last and month. the other one has been a Republican registered for four years um, and also donated money to a certain ex-Democrat governor. Well, the so, BB, say the, the name. I, mean, yeah, I didn't know if I could do that or not. Yeah, people won't catch any kind of disease. Say my name. Right? Say my name. Yeah. Get rid of them. So yeah. I am the conservative choice. If you want a red, red, a... Red, red. Conservative Republican. Deep red. I am your woman. Okay, so you say you've been a Republican for 12 years? Yes, sir. So you you declared when you were 10? I know. You look, you look, I know. 
she looks she like so she's young. like 22 I years know, right? old. I'm a little older than 22. Okay. <laughs> anyway. First time I saw her, I thought she was super young. So remember, yeah, it's not, it's not. For a man to ask a woman her age nor her weight. Okay. So I, I don't even know if it's right to ask if you're a woman anymore. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just saying. I quit counting I at 27. So I've been 27 for a couple decades. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and notice, yeah. Elizabeth, notice Elizabeth, I didn't ask her her pronouns. I would and not answer that. I look across at Missy and Missy just looks at me like, I can't believe you say that stuff, Dave. Well, I teach English. You just, we can't go there. Right. I'm sorry. I'm I'm with you. So what are you up to uh, there, Elizabeth? What's going on real quickly over there in Faulkner County? Well, just normal business with the Democrat county judge. And (laughs) (laughs) as we talked about before, it's a little quiet at the moment. Um, We've got a lot of, you know, $24 million worth of American Rescue Plan money, and they're talking about spending about half of that, uh, perhaps, on trying to build a jail. We've got a problem. We've had a problem since before COVID with overcrowding, largely caused by the backup of the state inmates. We've talked about it a lot. It's where I've learned some of those things that are going on. Absolutely. It's a problem across the state. Yeah, it is. It uh, really, really is. Joseph Wood chimed in on our on our uh, broadcast here on Facebook, and yeah. he comments that even if we have these extra beds, it's going to be a couple of years before they got built, even if they approve them immediately. And so, you know, we've got problems in those areas, and uh, it's at the state level, and it trickles down. Well, I have I have a, a a way of dealing with it, but no one wants to follow my way. <laughs> you and Paul Calvert. Yeah, I have my way of dealing with this. If you cannot stay out of prison, if you cannot play well with others, then why are we letting you play on the playground? That's right. I just asked that if question. If I can play I'm well just with asking. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking. Okay? Yeah. I'm just asking. All right. Got to get a break in. I don't know how many people are going to be here when I come back. I might be here by myself. I don't know. <laughs> Elizabeth's going to be on her way. I will talk to you again uh, this week sometime, yes, Elizabeth. Soon. You have a good one. Yes, sir, soon. And uh, right, thank you, Rebecca, for thank coming you for in. Having You're me. welcome back here anytime. Yes, just sir. give me a call and let me know. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Stay tuned. Are you coming back or are you leaving, Missy? I can leave at 7.15. Okay. She'll be back for one more segment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. get into the second hour we've just have uh missy bosh for just a few more moments she's been uh given the uh the five minute warning <laughs> yes you know came time in. to go home and get okay. the kids ready you have right. you have a book coming out i do i'm starting to write a book you are yeah it's a very um like for me it was very cathartic but 
Um, the book will be called, it'll be published next month, and it's called Crushed, Not Broken. And it's That's cool. Um, a story about my daughter got a genetic disease when she broke her arm when she was six, and nobody knew what the disease was. So within three months, she started acting funny, having these little seizures and throwing up, and then she had a grand mal seizure three months oh, after wow. the broken arm. Wow. And the MRI showed a brain full of inflammation, but no tests showed a disease. No inflammatory markers, no white blood cells, nothing. That's and so scary. She went 18 months without a diagnosis, even though her doctor did genetic testing and all these different things. And so we finally, we were in Virginia and they sent us to Boston. And that is where God led us to get a cure, but also where Anything that could have gone wrong in her little life went wrong. And it's amazing that she is alive today to even smile. So now she's 14. Wow. And so it took years. So we did two bone marrow transplants with her. Um, They broke her vocal cord. She had broken heart syndrome, literally legal broken heart syndrome. Like I'm telling you, it was just, and I kept telling God, like, why did you send us to the desert? No, wait, broken heart syndrome. What is that? So, you know, the way myocardiomyopathy, when there's no visible sign that caused it, Uh part of your heart stops working fully. And so this is the syndrome that happens when you have a couple that's married for 40, 50 years and one dies and the other one dies of a heart attack within months. It's not because their heart is sick or full of plaque. It is literally because their emotions have stopped their heart from beating. Huh. Oh, and it was a neuroscientist, like he's a doctor. He was on Emmy's care. And I kept saying, why does her heart not work? We were just three months ago in Virginia and they did an echocardiogram and it was a hundred percent. And he said, this is what we call broken heart syndrome because she knew what was going on and her body was being tortured by medicine. And that was the whole issue is that she had an allergic reaction to sedation and nobody caught it. And she looked like the exorcist girl, like flailing and arching of the back for almost four I would or five never months. want to see that. Oh, my God. Lord. It was horrible. And then yeah. another doctor gave her more medicine that almost burned her brain up oh and my caused... Dif- I mean, it was just... This sound, You know, this, this story you're t- saying sounds a lot like... Are you familiar with that movie, Lorenzo's Oil? Yes. Yep. I'm That's not, what it sounds like. Yep. And so, you know, and we did try everything, but it, it was obviously the disease that was causing brain inflammation, but because we had gone from Virginia... To Boston and Boston being the world, you know, the U.S.'s best hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to blame the disease for what she looked like after a sedation just to get a pick line and all. And I oh, kept saying this goodness. did not ha- this is not her body movements because she was left physically disabled originally. Uh-huh. Um, but it just kept getting worse because the inflammation, they couldn't stop it. Steroids did stop it for a while. Um, but I mean, it was just God the whole way. He was Steroid the one telling me. Effects. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just amazing. All right, so tell the folks you were talking. About, we were talking about uh, tattoos, tattoos during, during a break because I I saw that Rebecca had one on her wrist, and whenever I see somebody with a tattoo, just know that if I ever meet you and you have a tattoo, you have a good I'm going to ask you why you got that tattoo. And yes. if you say five margaritas, I'll understand that. Okay, yes. I, I've I've had plenty of fraternity brothers. All right, but uh, you know. You had something happen to you right. that's just, you know, supernatural. Yeah, it was because originally when the spasms and her body movement started, God had, the day it happened, he told me, Missy, these things only come out by prayer and fasting. And so 
I know the verse that says <laughs> they couldn't cast out the demon because he was throwing mm-hmm. the guy was throwing himself in the fire. Yep. And Jesus said, you're not right. You got to fast for this. And so I literally argued with God for 40 days. If I would have listened, he would have revealed to me what was causing it. And so that's a whole story in itself. I did end up fasting and praying and the answer came to me and God showed me where to look. Mm-hmm. And then the doctors believed me that it was medicinal. But the second bone marrow transplant, her disease had come back because of a whole lot of things. Child. And I lost it. At this point, I'm like, her body started spasming again because of sedation, because of all the testing they had to do. And I was just, I was at my lowest point and I had three friends from all over the U.S. They did not know each other that within 24 hours called me and said, Missy, God just woke me up to tell you that you just need to be still because he is going to take care of this. And, and the first hard. one, I was like, oh, that's what everyone says. He's going to fight the battle for you, right? So I was being all <laughs> cocky. God has bur- abandoned me. Like, I don't oh. know why you called me. Well, then another lady you were called feel- me. You were feeling like abandoned. Job. Oh, Job. Job. Yeah. I've been Job a couple times. But <laughs> by the third call, I just wept because I knew God had not abandoned me. I just stopped listening. <laughs> right. I was so angry that God allowed this to happen a second time to our daughter that I was like, Sometimes I'm done. you can't hear because you're so angry. Yeah. You and so I needed that tattoo. Like that reminds me every day that, yeah, we might have to work for some things, but God is ultimately in control and he is going to get that message to you no matter what. And he used three women that did not know each other to tell me that. And it changed the course of our diagnosis at the second, the second time. Yeah. Because wow. I went in with a really bad attitude. Oh, I got to tell you what, when I was in college, look, I, I was really involved in the Jesus movement and everything mm-hmm. when I was in, in high school, and uh, I did a lot of different things. And then I got spinal meningitis mm-hmm. when I was in college, and it came close to killing me. Yeah. And uh, when I went into the hospital, I weighed in at about 175. When I came out of the hospital after three months being in a coma, I weighed 92 pounds. Wow. I look like a refugee from Biafra. Oh okay, God, that's what I look that. like. And when I came out, and I got mad at God because mm-hmm. I was trying to live the life that I thought that he, he was telling me that he wanted me to live. So I shook my hand at God. And for the next seven years of my life, I said, God, if you didn't like how I was doing it while I was trying to make it happen. And I'm just going to live however I want. Yeah, you Tell me how you like it when, I, think that's, when I live this way. I, I mentioned that in my book because, you know, we were doing everything right that a Christian should. We homeschooled our kids. We were active in the church. We were, we were training up our children and the way that they should go. And, and this happened. And I think the message that I really wanted to get is that you cannot stop life from happening. There right. is death and there is sickness. And it's never, and whether you're a Christian or a sinner, there's bad in the world. Well, here's the key, yeah. and it was uh, it was a, a, a Bible verse that, that woke me up from it. It rains on the just and the unjust. Exactly, it's truth. It is, and it, it just, and the only it, thing it that happens. probably got us out of it is because we did rely on God. Where you have the other families that were just hopeless, and hopeless. they they ended up getting divorced, and their kids possibly yeah. died, and they had nothing to. You were being to. lifted up, right? Propped up, right? Held up. Yeah, yeah, just a totally, you know, experience was just. Yeah, so that's our word for all of you today who are going through tough, tough times. And you say, why me? And you know what? I I say, why not? Exactly. And that's a whole other part of my book. Yeah, you got to remember 
there's nothing special about you except that God loves you. You know, he really, really does. Right. So he, you need to keep that in mind. You're still going to have your trials and tribulations. Yeah, boy. And, and may, boy, God will take all of that bad and, and it turn it into good. And that's what happened with, you know, yep. our family. I feel like whatever disease attacked Emmy, and she was brilliant before. I mean, I can't even go into how smart she was by the time she was sick. She had memorized all this information. But every place that I feel like supernaturally that the devil tried to take out of her brain, the Lord filled it with joy. Because that's she doesn't good. stop smiling. Aww. And she sucks you in and she will get you to buy her a house. Like that's how, <laughs> that's her personality. And it just like, I'm so thankful that, that she still has her personality, but that she counts it all joy. Okay. So when is broken, not crushed come out? Crushed, not broken. Crushed, not broken. Okay. Um, and that sh- it should be out actually next month, like pre-order. And then we will get it printed from West Bow Press. Oh, you'll be on before then again. Yes, I will be. Probably next week. The so. final copy is submitted tomorrow for printing. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, so, That's an accomplishment. Yeah, somebody was reading the galley over the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. If you don't know what a galley is, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, 16 minutes after 7 here on the Dave Ellsworth Show. We're going to let uh, Missy go. She's got to get home and take care of family things. So yes. she's on her way. And thanks for coming in today. Thank you for having Always me. Always a pleasure yeah, to have you good here. You. Don't forget about David Lucas. Uh, he is out there. If you're thinking about buying silver or gold, because silver or gold uh, are the things that they're telling you could save your, uh, you know, your savings for you, your nest egg. You want, uh, you want to be able to do that. Uh, you want to protect that nest egg of yours. Uh, learn how it can do that. Uh, call 501-222-3315. That's David Lucas Financial. They work with one of the only regulated and licensed uh, national wholesalers in the country. So uh, they can get you direct prices from a dealer you can trust. So to learn more about about buying silver and gold, call 501-222-3315. That's 501 501- Two 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 thirty three fifteen. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. All right, back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. By the way, I, I see Wayne Beach is watching on uh, the uh, the website, and we we welcome him. And Joseph Joe, Wood. Joseph Wood is uh, yeah. on the, the website watching from up in northwest uh, arkansas right now you can see the show all over uh you know the world basically but it's a show that's you know developed and and delivered for people here in arkansas and uh, we're glad that if you're an arkansan you get involved and 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 you listen to what we're talking about because we talk about national politics of course i mean i'd, I'd be remiss and would be doing you a disservice if I didn't talk about Ukraine, okay, I would right. really be doing a disservice to you. Uh, in my car downstairs, I got a Ukrainian flag, which will go up behind me here in the, in the studio. It, it it would have been there a long time ago, but it's hard to get a Ukrainian flag right now because <laughs> everybody wants one. So uh, I'm going to put it up uh, here in, in the studio because I, I believe in in countries that want to be free but when you're a small country and the big the big bear is out there you know giving you giving you crap uh, you know the other countries have got to stand up and help you uh, as well and 
I, I hate to t- say this to all of you early this morning, but it's going to get worse before it gets oh, better. Oh, it's going to get horrible. It's going to get worse before it gets it, it gets better. I really believe that, unless, unless, and, and we can always hope that God will intervere, uh, intervene and strike uh, Putin down. They said that there's going to there's some peace talks. Uh, that are happening, which you can't trust the Russians, but... Well, we should always be praying for peace. As right. believers, we should always be praying for peace. And Zelensky is, um, you know, he's willing to talk. And, I mean, that would, if he can save his country in any way from any more horror that's going on, you know, through some kind of resolution where, uh, you know, the destruction just stops. Because, I mean, this is just nonstop destruction. You know, and it's terrible to watch. And we're watching it all in real time. I mean, yeah, you're seeing people's, you know, videos they're shooting on their phones and stuff. And they're shooting. Did you see the one of the guy walking down the street? Yeah. And the rocket. Kaboom. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's lucky that it didn't hit him. Yeah. Or hit close enough to him to kill him. And he barely, he jumped a little bit and just kept walking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been at war there for the last eight years, though, really. Well, yeah, yeah, they've been, so they're, they've been going after Ukraine for a while now. But uh, that that's that shot. Uh, I guess it was Sunday that they landed on that airbase just two miles from the Polish border. Right. With, uh, that was pretty provocative. To that's say very the least. provocative. Yeah. That would have never happened under a different administration. But you want to know what was really provocative? Iran shooting missiles at our that. embassy in Iraq and saying it was a mistake. Yeah. Oh, that was just a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we happened to put in your coordinates. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The whole sure. world's the whole world's testing yeah. us right yeah. now. But, yeah, happening. because we got weak leadership. Exactly. And I'm sorry if you're a Democrat, but you cannot even think that Biden is a strong leader. No. Well, you, you have to be able to face the reality of the situation with him. And then to, to send, uh, you know, Harris over to Europe and get the debacle you got last week with her, her, her laughing and giggling and all the crap she was doing. A friend in need doing. is a friend indeed yeah, when you're the, talking about refugees. What are we do, you know, come on. Uh, this is a woman. She deferred to, uh, they were in Romania, and she deferred to the other president when they were talking about American uh, inflation. Mm-hmm. She looked at him like, yeah, would help, you like to handle this? Help, I'm drowning. That's right. really what it was. That's right. exactly what she was doing. I was doing. surprised she didn't start laughing. I'm going down for the third time. Well, she's got that bad habit. Hillary's got this habit oh, somewhat. cackle. Yeah, where, you know... Before, many times before you answer a question because you want maybe another three seconds to think about your Mm -hmm. answer, you titter or something, you know, and you laugh and it gives you some time to think uh, because she's not a a quick thinker on her feet. And so she wants that extra time. Her problem is that she titters and then when she comes back with her answer, the titter didn't help her any. No. You came up with a stupid answer. Well, sometimes the answer has nothing to do with the question that they just yeah, asked. Well, but that, she likes to to preach, we are more unified as a body. I've heard unity out of her mouth more than anything else. NATO is more unified. Well, we stand together. You have this little country. Yes. And there's a big country next. What? And that's bad. Yeah. What? That was the end of it. Unbelievable. Come on. Get help. Please. You know, God can help us in a couple of ways here. All right, and I'm not. I'm not even presuming to tell God how what to right. do here. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know we could pray for peace, and He answers us and gives us peace. Uh, how He'll give us peace, we don't know. 
Right. That's that's well, you always never something know to remember. How your prayers are going to be you answered. Remember, but if, if 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 it was my druthers, if if he could just remove Putin from the equation, I'd be happy. All right, but then you never, you know, you never know who's going to take his place. Who's next? Who's going to have the atomic? Yeah, it could be somebody. Yeah, next. it could be somebody who's even more unhinged than he is. Yeah, at least we're familiar with this beast. Yeah, well, we can, we think we are, right. but you know, if you listen to. Condoleezza Rice a couple of weeks ago, she said that's not the Putin she talked to. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is getting older. He's talking weird. And he's been isolated for two years. Did you you hear those stories that he doesn't have a cell phone? He doesn't go online at all? I heard he doesn't go online. He, He doesn't have a cell phone. He is totally in and of, I guess, himself, except for maybe a few people that... His are generals. in his very close inner circle, you know, and 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 you know what that leads to? It leads to paranoia. That's what that's what Hitler did. He right. he kept pushing people out and just letting just a couple of people in. Goebbels being one of them. And what happened is that you know he he went insane because they were nothing but yes men. Well, that's what Putin's got right now. He's got some bad information on how easy it was going to be to take down Ukraine. And don't and don't think that only happens to somebody like him. I believe that uh, President Trump got some bad. He some should bad have cleaned leadership. house when he got in. Yep. I mean, he should have just cleaned house because they were trying um, trying to take him down. Paul Ryan was trying. You know, had, well, you could take Paul Ryan down. I mean, Paul Ryan's an elective official, and he was made speaker. So you got to deal with him, but deal with him in a way that you know don't call him names, right? Get, Get behind closed doors and and read him the riot act. Right. Well, I think it, the whole in his administration, the people behind the scenes, he needed to clean house those that yeah. were close to him. Well, they should have gone in, and a lot of those people that were heads of those different departments. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Need to be cleaned out. I I, I don't understand how you can leave in power uh, hundreds of Democrats right. and liberals and expect that they're not going to fight against the policies that you're trying to install into the government. And he said he didn't know. He said, I knew the swamp was deep, but I didn't know how deep. And yeah. I mean, just imagine going, you know, like how deep it really is. If you're someone like him going in there to try to get anything done, you know, I mean, he had a lot of yes men, but he liked to have both sides from what I, you know, hear to battle it well, if you're a good businessman that's what you have right you listen to the arguments and you go with the side that makes the most sense right as far as that i mean look there's one show that i watch every day in fact i record it so i can watch it at night and it's larry cudlow cudlow i love larry cudlow i watch cudlow he's got a show good story too. every day i watch him and because he has on a lot of people that we've had here on this show and I've had Larry on before and at the other station that I used to work at here in Little Rock and when I was PD, uh, he had a radio show and we put him on. And a lot of people said, well, he's a liberal. And I said, no, he's not. No, he's an economist. He's a free market economist right. and you need to listen to him. And now with this new show he's got with Fox, he's. He's just hitting it out of the ballpark every day. We can day. switch it off Cavuto, thankfully, at the same time that he's Cudlow's on the same time Cavuto. So thankfully, that's a nice replacement. Yeah, I, I, watch, I, watch, I watch both of them. But uh, there's, you know. Depends on who Cavuto has on. His show should be called, How Do You Feel About That? Yeah, I, that I agree. <laughs> All right. 
let's get to uh, our break. All right, we are back. It is uh, 25 minutes till 8. We got the last half hour of the show for today. want to thank uh, Rebecca Davis for coming in. Yeah. She's running for JP District 1. Had a lot of interesting things to say. Keep that mo- that name in mind. Uh, go visit her websites. And, uh, you know, if you can drop for 5 or $10, do so. Uh, she could use it. And uh, for her campaign, sounds like she's got a couple of challengers one that's been a Republican for four years and who supported Mike Beebe uh, for governor, uh, the other who just became for a, a Republican uh, for, you know, like 30 days before she declared. So I'm not going to say that that counts them out, but it means that you got to give them extra scrutiny. Uh, How long know, did she say? You know, 12 years 12 she's, years been, she's been a She's been a Republican for 12 years now. So, of course, that now she turned... She turned Republican when she was 10 years old. Yeah, I know. She uh, looks yeah. so young. Anyway, it was just, she, she became a Republican when she was in her early, early 20s. Right. Okay, just so you'll know. But uh, that, that's uh, just a joke I had because she looks so young. Yes, she does. She, she looks like she's in high school. I'm, I'm <laughs> be honest with you. But uh, she she's very brilliant and she's fun to have on the air. So we'll, we'll be inviting her back. And if you're her challenger in the upcoming... Uh, primary feel free to give me a call and you you know you want to be on uh that's fine just call 8230965 and give the number to Heidi and Heidi will give your number to me and then I will call you back we like to hear I'm everybody's like, voice i'm not like the other people that gives my phone number out on the air <laughs> i don't do that all right but i will call you back and and talk to you and we can we can discuss all of those things I got a question for you, Sam. Both of us are children kind of of the late 60s, early 70s. And let's face it, our, our, uh, our generation uh, changed the sexual mores of this country. There's, yes. There's, there's no doubt about it. They, they did. And not for the better. And the All ramifications, right. you know, we didn't realize the ramifications or didn't care at the time, but they're yeah, showing it, up now. Yeah, it really, it really wasn't for the better. And, uh, but when I look and, and I, I, and I see what's going on in our country now, and uh, I want to just talk about two different things. Uh, one, let's talk about this whole thing of uh, sexualizing kids when they're very, very very young well that's going on in florida that's what ron DeSantis was fighting yes was that i can't even believe that he had to fight something like that why weren't the parents fighting it right that's that's my first question did they know you know yeah, and well parents i don't know how you involved. couldn't know your kid comes home <sighs> all right and you know they ask you the you know what's and they ask you the p word right you know and 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 you go where did you hear that? Oh, Mrs. Uh, Sloan or, or, or Jackson or whoever her name might be asked that question in class today. And they get graphic about things. Let me, let me tell you what. Here, here's what the next noise you would hear at the school. Yep. Me bouncing on the door, the teacher, wanting to know why they're talking about that yes. in, in the classroom. I want I, – I look – I was many teachers' worst nightmare. Okay, I went to college. Uh, I went to graduate school. Do not try to pull that, hey, 
you didn't have my classes. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a trained teacher. Hey, it. Uh, I'm just telling you, I don't think it takes four or six years of college to become a good teacher. No. A good teacher, they got deep inside of them. They want to teach kids and they want the best for kids and teaching them, uh, you know, things about about sex well, when they're five and six years old give me a break or their gender you know trying to telling them you know they have a choice about their gender at that age questioning you know things that should come normal to them and what is going on in schools where they're letting kids come to the teachers and saying well i feel like a you know it's a boy and i feel like a girl or a girl and i feel like a boy and they let them change you know quote their pronouns and uh, let them act like the other sex and don't tell the parents i was going to say they don't even have to consult parents anymore i mean about that you've got to ask 80 people to be able to let your child take an aspirin when they're at school my doll (laughs) yeah but you don't need you don't need uh any kind of uh notification when they believe that your child wants to, in their mind, change their sex. And there's so much uh, peer pressure and fat, like what you would call the fashion of the day going on, the trend of the day and what's cool and, you know, wanting acceptance. And Huge article last week in, of all places, the New York Times. I would never even thought the New York Times would have published this article, but they did about doctors now who are saying these are psychologists psychiatrists you know pediatricians and they're saying the reason that you're seeing this movement that is happening is because we talk about it so much to these young people and they don't understand and they're so confused yeah because of what they're teaching them in schools, so, well, if you feel that way, then just be that way. I used to, I used to have a bumper sticker that kind of symbolizes all of this, and it said, "If it is scratch it, if if it itches." <laughs> all right, that's that's uh, you know the way people thought uh, in in back in the uh, my generation's day, and it had a bear rubbing on a tree. That's that's what it had. Well, you, you would know? think. You would think that uh, now Tanya Yieldings, she was writing a message to her, but I didn't get to see it. But you would think that parents would be up in arms if they're preschool, kindergarten, all this other. They would be in a war with the teachers. Okay, but I hear that, and I think of this too. There were there were parents at war about the masks. Right. Okay. And was the school board listening to them? Would they even leave? Let them speak? I am still st- look. I just found out six months ago that you had to fill out this form right of all these names of people i guess who are voters in in cabot petitions to be even even able to speak at a school board meeting now how does that work how hey, does our system get to how that? you doing over there right how does our system get to that point because we didn't watch yeah we didn't pay attention we let them pass those laws and yeah. those and and those type of things that's why i'm really thinking about running for school board yeah you know because you that's got to stop right it's got to stop and it it's it won't take a lot of us to make it well they've been unchecked heel. for so long and it's they're, they've got an arrogance about them at this well, point 
Absolute power breeds absolute power. You know, power breeds absolute power. And once you have absolute power, take a look at Putin. All right. There's perfect example that they start really using that absolute power. Yeah. And and in ways, Putin, Putin is isolated. He has got um, glorious different ideas about himself that, you know, that he and different things. They're delusional. They get delusional when they get that isolated and that much power. Well, I think he wants to be, you know, he wants to take him back to Nicholas and things of that nature. And he, he sees him as, you know, and not Putin, but Nicholas, he sees himself as Nicholas. That's what he what he sees. And, uh, it's a, it, they got a bad situation going down. We've got a bad situation going on between that. She, and now Saudi Arabia. I talked about this yesterday and I'll talk about it real quickly here before we go to our final break. This time in our country reminds me very much if you if you're if you're a person of history, see if you don't agree with me. That what was going on before World War II, you had Hitler. Hitler was all been out of shape about the treaty of versailles right all right i mean he was all and and rightly i'm going to tell you what rightly so yeah they were treated badly they the germans were treated badly after world war one and and uh you know they were just beat up it was kind of like the carpetbaggers after the civil war so you you got uh, you had that going on and uh he wanted germany to be the great nation that he thought it should be because it had been fractured, it had been pieces had been broken off from it and, and whatnot. Then you had Mussolini down in Italy. Right. Now, Mussolini, Hitler wasn't the first fascist. M- Mussolini <laughs> was the first right. fascist. All right. And then he brought uh, his country under fascism. And then he and Hitler became friends. And they, uh, they got together and they started, uh, you know, flexing their muscles and then Tojo shows up, and and Japan, who had imperial, uh, you know, uh, wantings, uh, went into China and was warring on China, and they didn't have the natural resources that they wanted, so they turned their attention down uh, to uh, some of the island chains leading into uh, the Solomon Islands, leading into Australia and stuff that had oil and rubber and things that mm-hmm. they needed, but they had to go through the, uh, the Philippines to get there. And that's how they got the, the United States involved in the war. Uh, they attacked Pearl Harbor and then, uh, they attacked, uh, the Philippines. And by then you had the Axis powers right. at that point. You had three countries. You had Japan, Italy, and you had Germany. Okay. They were the ones that brought on World War II. Now, we've got a problem. Yes, we do. We've got Russia. Russia, uh, of course, is uh, you know Stalin and, and Lenin uh, communism is not the same as Mao communism. No. However, they're now putting that aside and becoming friends. Right. And she has been talking to uh, Putin. The enemy of my enemy. Now they became friends and, and uh, they know now that evidently they made a deal that uh, Putin wouldn't go to, into Ukraine till after the Olympics. Well, they also made that big deal that uh, China, whatever it buys from Russia, 
can't be confiscated because it's immediately China. That's so correct. it can't be sanctioned. And China now is, is backfilling for Russia. Right. With uh, equipment. Then you have Iran. Iran yes. is, is, uh, is uh, warming up towards China and warming up with uh, with russia and you got uh, you know you you got north korea and everybody says well what a big deal about north korea they've got a huge standing army yes if they ever come across the parallel and into south korea uh it, it it's going to be bad it's going to be really bad so you you've got kind of the exact same thing sitting here dynamics yeah because you got putin who is all you know his ego's hurt because the Soviet Union is not the Soviet right. Union anymore. It's just Russia. Well, he wants Russia to be what Russia was, you know, even before the Soviet right. Union. The big glories. So that's where all of this well, is Well, we've at got right Russia um, during all this stuff and all these sanctions and what we've put on them. We now have Russia negotiating with Iran for us. Now, how much sense yeah, what, does that make? That makes, yeah, makes no sense. And why are we thinking about buying oil? Uh, from Iran and from Venezuela, both and they're trying ten, to say tin horn despots that the people are right. that run those countries. They're they're dictators, and instead of firing it up here in the United States, because step, Mr. President, step back and let our people do what they can do. Undo what you've done and let the country just leave it alone. Yeah, you know, if I he mean, would, he's not going to. That's not a way of left. Russia apparently not a way a leftist does things. No, Russia apparently also has a, is trying to negotiate that whatever they do with Iran can't be sanctioned. So, I mean, how much sense does surprise. it make that our leaders are doing? We've got three years of this. Well, let me just tell you, the lefties are the useful idiots not that very useful uh, Stalin right now. and Lenin used to love to use. All right, we'll take a break. East End Towing, don't forget about them. What do you do with a broken down car? What do you do with a broken down car and sitting on private property? And you need to get it, uh, you know, uh, towed. But it's not on your property. It's on somebody else's property. What do you do? Well, you call East End Towing because no matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it. They got all the answers for you. Just call 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. They belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured. And every one of their trucks is permitted. Call them when you need them at 501-888-8849. That is East End Towing. All right, got about eight minutes left to the show today. We're going to talk about money after the show. Got a great show for you if you're wondering where do you put your money in these times because with inflation and, uh, you know, what's going on in Russia and, and all the all the rest, you know, where do you want to put your nest egg? You may not want to keep it where it's at. I mean, stock market's taken a beating over the last few weeks. It was at 36,000 points, not more than a month and a half ago, and now it's down to 32,000. So keep that, you know, keep, uh, push that red button right there in front of you. There you go. Okay. So that people can hear you. But yeah, that was, it's just something to keep in mind. Now, here's a wild card. Because I just set up the scenario right. why I think right now we're looking a lot at what's going on in the world, uh, kind of like World War II. We see countries and that are the countries that are coming together right now will make no mistake about it. They are evil. I know people hate it 
when I use that simplistic word, but I'm just telling you, there is no other word that covers Putin, Xi, and, and, the, and the mullahs over and around, right. and, uh, except for evil. They are evil, evil people. They will kill innocent people without blinking an eye. Their own people. Yeah, and have done so over the course of history. But now you've got you've got one country looking to get nukes, and that's Iran. You've got two countries that have nukes, uh, and and that is of course uh, Russia and uh, China. Now you always have to remember. Now it's not like it used to be that when you talked nuke, you talked you're going to blow up the whole eastern seaboard or right. whatever. Uh, yeah, now, they still can do that. Don't get me wrong. That still is there. But they have another part of this. And it, it, they started doing this when I was in the military, working on, remember the old neutron bomb? Do you remember right, that? Okay. Right. Which was a nuclear weapon that you would use that had uh, low uh, fallout and had low uh, afterlife. Uh, and you didn't have you could use the land in about six years or whatever after it had been used that could be used tactically all right which means you're having a battle you're being overrun you know that uh, you know you, you can maybe your backs to the ocean you don't have anywhere to fall back to force multiplier and so now you pick up the big stick you know what my dad used to say if you're in a position where the people that are coming at you uh, have you outnumbered or they're just a whole lot bigger than you, pick up an equalizer. Right. That's what he used to say. He, you know, if there's a stick, you got a tire iron, whatever it is. Force multiply. Yeah, pick, it, pick something up. And uh, bottom line is, at that point, you can use tactical nuclear weapons to slow up the advance. And it, it, doesn't, it doesn't kill as many people. Now, would that be the tripwire to other things? It could be. You know, that's it, it the could thing. be. Maybe you use tactical, and at that point, not only do you stop the other uh, country or the other, you know, warring faction, uh, but you destroy a lot of their war-making capability at that point. Right. Now, they're worried you're going to overrun them, but maybe all they have to use in re- retaliation is a much bigger nuclear weapon, right? And you drop it on a major uh, population center or a population center of where the people in power are at. And it's mutual destruction, but uh, you know, if someone's backed into is. a corner, you know, that's what they called it. Mad. Yeah. Uh, McNamara was the man who came up with the concept, which was mutual, mutual, you know, mass destruction. destruction. Yeah, is what it was. That's. I remember as a kid, man, going to science and industry and natural history museums, driving down Lakeshore Drive, seeing ballistic missiles that we had mm. uh, to protect our country. Right. When we when we decided to do MAD, they took them all out. I remember that. It was our ways of t- telling the Russians, okay, so we're taking away our protection so that if we launch, you can launch you can destroy us and we'll destroy you and then right. nobody comes out a winner. And that basically, you know, that's uh, basically the bottom line of mad. And you hope that that, uh, you know, that's what's going to be on the other person's mind. Well, you hope, but here's the thing a lot of people didn't take into consideration. What happens 
if you get a somebody like a Hitler, which is what Putin is, and they're off center, they're not, they're not, they're 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 not clear. They're they're nuts, right? You know, they're willing to do it uh, because delusional. The, the, yeah, perfect. That's the perfect word. Totally delusional, right? So I I think that we're sitting at. In a bad in a bad time right precipice now. of something it really, it's a bad time it really is and we've let it get to this point it should never have even gotten to the point that it is today and uh the administration we have tough. too as it's scary that this is who is handling our situation yeah, absolutely but then again you don't have to worry about anybody sending out an ugly text message anymore Right. All right. <laughs> bad <It's>, tweets are gone. <laughs> the bad tweets are gone. All right. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Thanks for being part of the Dave Ellswick Show today. I'll be back with you 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ken Yang will be around. He is the, uh, of course, GOP chairman of Saline County Republicans. He'll be with us. I think we're going to have somebody that uh, joins us from Harding University. I believe that's true. And then we'll have Congressman Hill, Congressman Westerman, in the second hour. That all comes up tomorrow. Uh, Simone, thank you for coming in. And uh, we're going to talk about something near and dear to her heart next week. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 